This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Anne Christensen. And I'm Tariq Moody, a.k.a. the architect of Radio Milwaukee. Hey, Anne, did you realize? I think it's our ninth anniversary this month. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, I think it's our ninth anniversary. Ugh. I feel really... We, we launched in October, and I think, I'm pretty sure we said it was the 8th last year, so I'm pretty sure this is the 9th. Wow. So we started in 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. So what are we going to do for the 10th anniversary? I... I you going to show your face? I think we have something. to show your face. No, I'm not going to show my face. I can we show can my face. face at the bill, billboard. I think that's a good time. 10-year anniversary. $500 tickets to a meal. You get to meet and Christian person. Yeah, five hundred dollars. We can split it. I was gonna say, who gets that five hundred dollars? We'll split it. We'll split it. <laughs> you know, so people are like make it like limited, like thirty people see your face. Is that worth thirty people? Is that cool? Um, uh, and you split it. Uh, no. And we we collaborate with Malort to do a special uh, this bites bottle aged Malort bottle. No, for tenth anniversary. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pass on that. Oh, you know, fun. But anyway, on this week's edition of This Bites, uh, it's kind of a short one, but that's fine. We got some good stuff, though. That's It's all about quality over quantity. Uh, we're going to kick it off with, we briefly talked about this uh, place called Ready to Roll, Ann. Remember that? It's kind of this egg roll yeah. place. Yeah. Uh, it's a black woman-owned place. Uh, yeah. Started in Chicago, actually. Uh, they've been serving the streets for Chicago, but they're going to be opening in Crossroads Collective. Uh, beginning on November 10th at the food hall. Uh, it's really cool because I, I don't know, you know, the history there. There was a cool YouTube about the history of like African-Americans and egg rolls and doing like jerk ch- chicken or egg rolls and different fillings and egg rolls. It's really interesting, like the history, how that happened. But uh, this place is going to do some really cool stuff, integrating kind of soul food into the egg roll. Um, it used to start as a uh, food truck. So they have like uh, dishes like meatloaf cupcakes you can get. And then they also have collard greens are mixed with kale, turned into a superfood egg roll. Uh, they have a homey chicken casserole that's transformed into a chicken egg roll. So you can expect items like uh, the Southern Bell, a collard green egg roll. Also a chicken wing inspired egg roll, which be stuffed with buffalo chicken fried and dunked in a honey lemon pepper sauce. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this place. Again, November 10th kind of a unique take. I'm like, I love egg rolls. I mean, I do you think egg rolls are kind of cool, nice handhold things you can fill it I, with like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was just having this conversation with Kurt Fogel, who's the chef who co-owns Dairyland. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of talking about, you know, I mean, how some places make really thin, like thinner, smaller ones. He likes those big fat ones. Yeah, big fat ones. What would you big fill in that? Ones, I think, I think they prevail over the skinny, the skinnier ones. What would you put your? What would you put in your? What would you like to fill your egg roll with? I mean, are you talking just? Yeah, like if you had a ingredients in egg roll, what would you put in it? Um, I think that I would, you know, off the top of my head, I don't know because I, I would want to like try to take out some of that cabbage that's in there because I feel like they're always like overwhelmingly cabbagey 
Mm. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, I know. But like, are there innovative flavors you want to put in there? Ingredients? Um, I like. No. I would do like. I would do like an oxtail jerk oxtail. Oh no, oxtail no, 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 With no. rice. Yeah, that's what I would do. No. Huh. I don't know. I mean, I. It sounds so prosaic to say something like, "Oh, buffalo chicken," or, you know carne asada i don't i just i think you know i'm just gonna say this i i'm a purist except i feel like there's too much cabbage you're a purist and there's too much cabbage you're you're you like it simple and simple huh i mean i yeah okay i do so if i make some special egg rolls you don't want any is that right you're just trying to say no and I mean, this is this is not like a slight on Funky Fresh because I love those mm. those egg rolls. That's a those different spring rolls. Those spring rolls. Those, those are spring. Yes, I'm sorry. Those are spring rolls. Yeah, it's a different wrapper. Different wrapper. Yeah. But again, a roll, yeah. a roll nonetheless. All right. Well, I was trying to get you to be creative, but I guess you know, I'll just I'll just keep my innovative egg rolls to myself. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, just keep it to yourself, Tariq. All right. Okay. Again, be on the lookout for Ready to Roll, something really cool concept, November 10th, the Crossroad Collective. Coming up with this bites, we'll continue our conversation with uh, an upcoming Guatemalan and Mexican restaurant coming to Milwaukee Southside. And my, I was in D.C., and I got a chance to check out this really cool Afro-futuristic restaurant. I want to like do a little review recap of my experience, and uh, it was amazing. That's all I have to say. That's coming up on this bites. I'm 88.9 Story Zori. And I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And we are the hosts of Cinebuds. Yeah, we are. And on Cinebuds, we talk about movies. Flicks. Moving pictures, they are referred to as also. Talkies. Talkies is good, <laughs> yeah. And you can listen to us every week. On Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Or you can listen to the entire podcast at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast. Cinebuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake, Eye Care and Eye Wear. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and me of Radio Milwaukee. Uh, we briefly talked about this place. Uh, uh, it's an Indian restaurant that just uh, opened on the east side mm-hmm. called The Curry Hut, which is now open at 1888 North Humboldt Avenue. So if you're looking for any cuisine kind of close on the east side, uh, you have your opportunity. You can get popular items like samosas and alu tiki and uh, kind of this uh, uh, amarsitsari fish fry and pakora, which is a deep fried fritter made with chickpea patter, batter. Uh, they also have like a, a lot of cool uh, vegetarian options as alubi, gobi, shana masala, and sha- shahi paneer. Dishes like korma, curry, vindaloo. And biryani is also available, which also features chicken, goat, and fish. Oh, man, I love goat. Do you like goat? Uh, depends. What do you mean? Sometimes fish? yes, sometimes no. What do, you, what, what do you mean sometimes no? Well, I mean, I, I feel sometimes that it is served, it is too, has too much of a assertive flavor to it, and the texture maybe is a little bit on the drier side. Who cooked it for you? <laughs> what? I'm not did, not someone who could cook it well. That's. Oh, sure. like, I, mean, I don't I think love, I've really had any good goat. 
So you never had a goat roadie, like Jamaican goat roadie? No. Oh, man. Like when I lived in D.C., uh, goat roadie was a thing, man. But anyway, again, Curry Hut is now open on the east side. We'll post links to uh, the Urban Milwaukee story at RadioMilwaukee.org. Next, are you familiar with Guatemalan cuisine in? I am. Yeah. Have you had Guatemalan cuisine? Um, I have not, but I've always wanted to. So the fact that, um, that there's a restaurant that's going to offer this, Mm. it's very exciting to me. Yeah. So you're in luck. There is a Guatemala and Mexican restaurant coming to Milwaukee's South Side as reported by the Journal Sentinel. It's called Marta's Tamales. Expected to open uh, in November sometime at 551 West Beecher Street. Should be two E's with Beecher Street. But anyway. And yeah. yeah. Uh, there'll be Guatemalan and Mexican tamales. So I'm kind of curious what's uh, in a Guatemalan tamale. Same. Yeah, yeah. I wonder about that too. And I love tamales. Yeah, I love tamales so good. I should tell you about the Mississippi Delta t- hot tamales I made, but we'll, we'll finish that and we'll get into that later. Uh, they also have dishes like pupusas. I know you're a big fan of that. And revocado and Guatemalan stew, mm. which I, I'm really interested in because I'm like, I'm, I'm a soup stew fan, man. You know, I love it. Soup season now, stew season. I think I'm going to go crazy with soups this year in my kitchen. But I'm just looking at what Guatemalan stew is and see what it is. There's multiple Guatemalan stews. There's multiple ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at, there's nine types, most popular Guatemalan stews. So bear with me here. There's choca. I hope I pronounced that right. It's a traditional dish, traditional dish uh, from the town of Amalonga. It's combined with boneless pork, pork shoulder Chunks of onions, tomatoes, sesame seeds, pumpkin seeds, garlic, black pepper cones, and dry red chilies. It's simmered until the tomatoes are tender and the skin starts to peel off. The skins are discarded and the tomatoes are placed back in the pot to simmer with the other ingredients. The sesame and pumpkin seeds are cooked in a skillet with garlic and chili and pepper grows until toasted. There's subanique, uh, originated from the Guatemalan Mayas. It's a ceremony dish containing uh, chicken, pork, beef, tomatoes, tomatillos, bell peppers, and chili peppers. It's steamed in a bundle of mashan leaves, which are tied at the top of de- a decorative rope called a sibake. And the locals serve the, with rice and corn tamales on the side. There's pulik. Pulik is a Guatemalan stew consists of beef, garlic, tomatoes, onion, chili peppers, and chicken stock. Tomatoes seem to be the common, common ingredient in a lot of these. There's kakik, uh, made with turkey leg as a star ingredient. Tomatoes, tomato, tomatillos, onions, bell peppers, and spices, uh, and coriander. Uh, we mentioned before, they're going to be serving revocado, which is a Guatemalan curry stew of a small pig's head and entrails. Tomatoes, tomatillos, bell peppers, Guatemalan, Guatemalan chiles, garlic, onions, and more. The sauce is sometimes thickened with corn flour, and the stew is typically served as a comforting and nourishing winter dish. So there's some of the types of uh, stews. Interesting. Yeah. Again, be on the lookout for um, uh, Martyr's Tamales. Man, I love some tamales. Opening later in November. Uh, the hours be 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. I love the hours. I love the restaurant south side hours. The east side can learn about those hours on the south side. Just saying. <laughs> um, 
Have I talked about Mississippi hot tamales? Have I talked about I made some during the pandemic? Uh, no. So these tamales uh, have uh, kind of African-American roots. Uh, so the story goes back in the late 1800s and stuff, you know, African-Americans are in the farms and stuff and working along Mexican migrants. And the Mexican migrants will bring these hot, heat, hot tamales wrapped for lunch. And African-Americans are have this cold lunch, right? And they were like, what is that? And basically they learn like, dude, this is cool. So they made their variation of their own tamales. Oh. And it was usually, and it was started in the Mississippi Delta. And I made some. So it's, it's pretty simple. It's like either uh, tamale paper or, you know, or the corn husk. And it's usually like ground beef and, and seasonings and you wrap them and you eat them with a uh, hot sauce and uh, saltine crackers. Hmm. Yeah. And it's usually wrapped in cornmeal instead of like the, the masa. Yeah. So it's wrapped in cornmeal instead of masa and, and steamed. Interesting. Yeah. Little history for you. Uh, before we go this week, uh, I was in D.C. Uh, for uh, an event uh, on Capitol Hill with the Non-Com Music Alliance. But I got a chance to check out this really cool restaurant I learned about a few months ago called Bronze on 8th Street in D.C. And it's a, it's an Afrofuturistic sci-fi uh, restaurant. You know, think of Black Panther film. Think of what a restaurant would be like in Wakanda, right? Mm-hmm. So Bronze, which is the story, is, is it's inspired by Afrofuturism that melds fantasy and gastronomy with the culture of the African diaspora. It tells the 700-year-old story of Alonzo Braz, who traveled freely around the globe searching for new culture to learn from and share with. Eventually, the people of Bronze, with their mystic, mythic cranes, settled on a lush, bountiful island in the modern-day Caribbean. Slate boards of hamachi crudo with crispy dashin, chokets, frissy, and rose apple. Towers of torched oyster, oysters laddered with flying fish roe. Platters of braised bright heirloom carrots, beds of charred cabbage and toasted chana, and collard pesto. Pair with intergalactic sunra themed cocktails and global-wide selections. And it's run by Chef Tori Henry, Keem Hoodley, Al Thompson, and Dean Brown and Drummond Projects have created this three-level, 5,300-square-foot restaurant. Beautiful space, by the way. And uh, I was there with my boss, and I ought to say, one of my favorite meals this year. Oh. So, wow. It sounds had, amazing. What we had for, I had an appetizer, the charred yuzu squid. Oh my God. It was just three of them. I could have had like a whole bucket full of those charred yuzu squid. It was like herb pesto, <laughs> Tatsumo current glaze. It was uh, the, 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 the squid was cooked to perfection. My boss had these rice dish. It was really good, tasty side rice dish. Um, it was a Brown's Coconut Bazami bamboo rice with spring onion thyme and shallots. Uh, no, we had a split pea herb rice. Sorry, there's two types of rice. So that was parsley, basil, and scotch bonnet. Mm. Um, but we can go through the menu. The the thing I really wanted to have, but I wanted fish, was the braised oxtail with the pappardella. Yeah. Pappardelle, uh, with That has butter beans and dashi kombu. Um, but we had um, the fish dish. So he had the bushed smoked snapper with snow pea shoots and kalaloo relish. It was a whole fish. It was a whole fish. Kind of like you go to um, a Chinese restaurant and you get a whole fish. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That was cooked to perfection. The flavor was just oh, amazing. The fish melted in the mouth. I had the grilled sea bass. with green papaya and rainbow carrot, spring onion. Delightful. 
It was a wild pepper prawns with garlic chives and red gar cabbage. I wanted more, but the menu was kind of pricey, so <laughs> I might have to see if uh, Milwaukee Magazine will like send me out again and like do a whole review of and give me a. Oh, oh! You think Milwaukee Magazine would send you out there? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, just because they don't want to, you know, you don't want people see your face, so you know, I just want to protect your. Do my job your, for me, but yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's if you go to DC, people highly recommend you check out Bronze DC. Amazing concept, well done. I love to invite them to Milwaukee for a pop up. That'd be great. I'd love to do that. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do that next year. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced and edited by Kim Shine with generosity and support from our membership. Please review and give feedback to our podcast. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Apple, Google, Spotify, or right from RadioMilwaukee.org. And as always, and stay hungry and keep the Malort cold. <laughs>